Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. What do we watch? Coco. What's that fucking space water you have on the table right now? It's fucking water. What the fuck is that? It was on sale. What it's is like that? ionized water. Let me see that. Shit. No, you're going to drink my fucking water. It's just water. It's literally just, it's just water. Did you know that there's a water sommelier? Sommelier? That's, That's lame. They're just... You know how there's the wine sommelier? There's yeah, a water sommelier. It's just fucking water. I don't know, though. I listened to them, and it's pretty interesting. Nah, they're bullshit. It's water. It's just water. No, Kyle, because there's minerals. Nah, fuck them. There's special minerals in the water. Fuck them. Hey, so Coco's... How have we gotten to hey, the world? Hey, hold... Hey. Hey, no. Hey. I'm in love with the Coco. I'm in love no, with the Coco. Don't, don't keep going. Don't keep going. I saw it for the Lola. <laughs> Begin. Just, just keep going. I guess sing the whole fucking song. So we just saw Coco, uh, the Disney Pixar outing uh, about the Day of the Dead, or Dia de los Muertos. It's Dia de los Muertos. Jesus Christ! We watched a whole movie about it. You know what it's called? Kyle, what did you think about this film? I absolutely love this film. I hated it. No, you didn't. I hated this movie. I hated something in the theater. This movie sucked more than Jurassic Park. <laughs> I would agree with that. Uh, no, I want to say a pretty big statement. That I think this is the best Pixar movie ever made. Better than Cars 3? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I legitimately feel that way. But you kind of got to... I'm not the world's biggest Pixar fan, nor am I the world's biggest like Disney fan. So the weight of that statement coming from me, I feel like is not that big. Nah, because you've seen almost all, the majority of Pixar I think I have movies. seen the majority of them. But yeah. there's things like with Toy Story, because I had this conversation with Everett about this movie. Of His initial reaction was, how, how is it better than Toy Story? And I have to say yes, because one thing with Toy Story is that it really hinges on like a nostalgia mm -hmm. or like identifying with owning toys. Well, I think most people own toys. However, not everybody owns toys. No. And not everybody has kind of the nostalgia based around, say, like Toy Story. Not, not everybody grows up with Mexican folklore. But even though it's Mexican folklore, the heart of the story it has such emotional brevity and impact because it's all about family, which is a very universal thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that it that Toy Story comparative to this, I just want to get this out of the way. There's not the emotional impact in Toy Story that this movie has. It's like a genuine like emotion. Even Toy Story three. Toy Story three was just fucking cry bait. That's true. It was. It's just. It's just nostalgia bait. That's all that movie was. Yeah. I don't think this movie is cry bait, but it's very emotional film. I mean, our packed theater will tell you that. Packed, tears everywhere. I, it blows my mind for the first time. In history of the podcast. Ooh, hold on. Is that true, though? Yes. Is it true? For some reason, I thought there was another one. No. Okay. This is the first time we have been the only ones in the theater. For Coco on opening weekend. For a good movie. Packed for friend requests. For our theater. It was, it was, I would say packed. Jigsaw packed. Blair Witch. Both times we went. The shitty ring. ring Rings, yeah. 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 Care for wellness. Mm, yeah. Even silence. Fuck, that was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. Even silence for our shitty little town had people in it. Yeah, nobody here for Coco. Really confuses me. I'm very glad that there wasn't anybody in there because the first exactly 21 minutes. 21 minutes. 21 minutes was unfucking bearable. It was painful. Because they decided, which I researched this. It was a made for TV. It thing. was a made for TV 
Frozen Special. Olaf's Adventure or whatever it was called. I don't know. I, they said, I, I don't remember. So we knew it was made for TV because of the aspect ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It looked like shit because of the aspect ratio and how they had like fit it in. It was shit. This is so boring and bland. Ooh, it was bad. 21 minutes of Frozen. Now, we are not the biggest Frozen fans, but we don't hate it. I'm not shitting on it because it's Frozen. Frozen's whatever. This was fucking terrible. I didn't even get it. There, there was, was nothing. The story? <laughs> they just wanted to cram a shitload of songs in. The story was tradition, and you don't need presents to have a tradition, because Olaf set them all on fire. No, but they did have a tradition, though. That did, That's what didn't make sense. The whole thing was like, oh... You don't have to have a family tradition as long as it's with your family and it's Christmas and everything's cool. But then, but then so, that's kind of the tradition at that point. It's no, still, but the tradition was like, oh, it's because we fucking jerk you off every year, Olaf. Uh, yeah, Here's your fucking right. snow come, Olaf. They were little kids. I don't think they were jerking him off. That's what all the gloves were for. Oh. Easy cleanup. It's a lot of gloves. Just fucking lifeless. Lifeless songs. That's all this was for 21 fucking minutes. It's a lot of like Jesus You stress allegory. ate your entire popcorn oh in that God, 21 I minutes. I actually, I was kind of hungry and it's like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself today. You know, I've been doing you all this You do it laundry, every week. But I normally just get the small popcorn, like the really small popcorn. I decided to get a, a medium popcorn. And you fucking inhaled it. I ate all of it. During the short. 21 minutes because I was so fucking mad. I just need all of my butter cum in my mouth. This should have just stayed as a fucking TV thing on goddamn Disney Channel. So we wouldn't have had to watch it. And we just watched a Christmas short before a movie about the Day of the Dead. Happy-go-lucky Christmas to dead fucking family that is being forgotten over time. The tones, they did not fit. Yeah, Frozen sucks. This short really sucks. <laughs> so bad. I don't know anyone that would like this short. I kids, I guess. Mm, kids. I don't even know. But it was too long. Yeah, but that's the thing. Think about the shorts that are before like Pixar. Do you think a kid cares about the length of a short? Yeah, because they get bored because they just want to watch the movie that they came there for. Then they're going to get bored for the hour and 49 minute movie. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The only, what was the one movie that had the short before it that was the, the, the volcanoes? Do you remember that? Yeah. Was that, uh, it wasn't Manoa. Inside Out. Oh, oh it was Inside Manoa? Out. Is it, isn't that what it's I called? I think it's called Moana. Moana? Yeah. It's a stupid title. It was Inside Out. It's I had to, fucking stupid. It's the only other Pixar movie we've watched. I didn't see Moana because I hate... I'm learning... I'm starting to hate The Rock. Yes, yeah, I was going to say. Starting to hate The Rock. I hate Hawaii and I hate The Rock. I saw the trailer for Jumanji. Holy fuck. But Rampage. But I haven't seen that trailer. I haven't either because I didn't think it was real. Oh, it's real. It was kind of like Jack and Jill, how the, if you watch the trailer, it doesn't look like a real movie. That's how I feel about Rampage. We've seen Jack and Jill. I don't think it is a real movie. Coco was a real movie, though. Coco was a real movie. So the reason why I love Coco so much is the high that it gives me, how fast it goes into the bloodstream. You get you get off on dead people? This was so fucking colorful. That was beautiful. And so fun. It was really funny. We laughed a lot. Great characters. Yeah, every every character had a point and a purpose. No one was annoying. Music was fantastic. I did love the music. Animation was fantastic, especially when he's playing the music. I thought that was fucking incredible. Dead people? A lot of dead people. A lot of dead kids into that. <laughs> there were dead kids, yeah. 
There is flat out murder in this. There is flat out murder. They call it murder. There is a murderer in this movie. Yeah, because they normally don't do murder unless it's with like fish. No, this this is people. Or like rubber bands. Rubber bands. I'm sure they've made a movie at some okay. point about rubber bands that are alive. I don't care. Probably not. It's called All Tied Up. It's about them all in a big rubber band ball. That's They're not tied, though. That's a terrible, terrible joke you're making. All tangled up? No, that's tangled. It's a different movie. What the fuck was tangled even about? Wasn't it about like fairy tales? I don't know. I never saw it. I didn't either. I think it's about fairy tales. Or is that Enchanted? That's probably Enchanted. What's the one with the frog? Isn't Princess the and the frog? frog? thought there was a frog in Tangled. I haven't seen Tangled. I don't know. We'll find out next year when The Rock makes Frogger. <coughs> Fuck you. Just go back to wrestling. You set up a bitch. Coco was a real movie. And that, I think, is the biggest props that I got to give him. It's how it's like a real movie. Like an actual, if this was not animated, this would still be a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I can't say the same about, like, Finding Nemo. Well, <laughs> you think they're going to make that real and not <laughs> animated? It's just a fucking aquarium for two hours? Well, the thing with Finding Nemo that I think about is not the story and not really the characters, but more so the visuals Mm -hmm. and how kind of groundbreaking at the time. Like every time Pixar does those crazy movies that are like super visually incredible, I think it takes away from the actual like story. It didn't in this. I think that this is one of the easily one of the most beautiful movies that they've done, especially with his grandma. I mean, fucking crazy lifelike that she looked in a couple of scenes and it made me really... Are you talking about Coco? Yeah. Or his grandma? Coco? No, Coco. Okay. It's his great grandma. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of eerie. It's like, oh no, they're getting to that realism point. They're not, but they are. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to explain unless you've seen Coco. I just like saying Coco. We've been saying it a lot. And like Cars. I think of Cars too, of like being really visually fun mm-hmm. to watch. I think most of them are. I can't even remember the fucking plot to that movie. As fucking Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise in Cars? As uh, Days of Thunder. <laughs> They're probably the same. Larry the Cable Guy. He's funny. Whatever happened to Larry the Cable Guy? Who cares? Wasn't in Coco. Just don't. Don't hey, look so a gift Coco, horse in the mouth. There's also incredible. Santo. Yeah. References that most people won't get that are seeing Coco. El Santo Frida. I won't lie. I, I got giddy when it was El. I just saw a guy in a mask. I was like, it's a f- oh my god, it's El Santo. Well, and then you saw the Blue Demon. mask at the very beginning yeah culturally i loved how true it felt that they did to mexican culture i think that's very good especially in a turbulent time where that's not the most celebrated culture as of right now Eh, none of them are right now uh things i liked about that though is they do say a lot of things that are not in english but they don't have that character that repeats it in english for you you just learn what it is putting the pictures up of the Mm -hmm. dead they never americanize that term as far as i know yeah, I mean, and especially there's parts where the songs are in Spanish mm-hmm. and there's no subtitles or anything, but you understand what is happening in the context of the song. Murder. It's all about murder. It's a lot of murder. We did not see that coming. Yeah, so, okay, so uh, I'm, I'm done gushing a little bit. I want to talk about some of the plot things. Spoilers. So, spoilers start now. Uh, I definitely want to encourage you to watch Coco because it was fucking incredible. I loved every second of it. And I'm super mad that no cocoa merchandise. I meant to tell you about that. I went to Walmart because I needed to buy water because I'm becoming the water champ and drinking only water. Okay. H2O. You know you have water at your house. I don't know why you're blowing money on water. It's fucking stupid. Because I listened to the fucking saw my ear and he told me that I need fucking minerals in my water. So I bought 
water with minerals. You know, most of them aren't minerals. Ice There's not minerals. Minerals from the spring of Mount Everest. That's bullshit, you know. Isn't Ice Mountain the one that's like bottled in fucking Texas? I don't care. I'm going to drink Instead it. Instead of factory? Anyway, I went there and there is zero cocoa merchandise at Walmart. Okay. Zero. How is there no cocoa merchandise? I don't know. I'm sure there's, there'll be like 100 pop figures. The soon. only thing I did see was on eBay, there is a an elect, a guitar, a little kid's guitar. The De La Cruz? Yes. The De La Cruz guitar. However, it's like $400. Fuck that. Okay, so spoilers start now. Spoilers. So De La Cruz, being a piece of shit, was very left field. I did not expect that in any way, shape, or form. He murdered his best friend. And that's really a big thing that I loved about this movie is how it took risks. Because Pixar movies, to me, have a pretty basic formula. Mm -hmm. Like Marvel movies, where like something's going to happen, they're going to get sad. You know, oh, how are they going to get through this? And then they overcome it, and then there's a happy ending. Which this did, but it, it threw in a lot more wrenches. The happy ending is still very sad, if that makes sense. It's very somber throughout because you are dealing with a movie that's all about death, but it paints it in, in, a, in a nice light. To an extent. To an extent. Because I did like the part where Hector, I mean, kind of in passing, just says like, yeah, it's the, you know, the final death. Like everybody is going to die. Like die, die. Which is like one of the most real things in it is in the afterlife, these people die when there's no one left to remember them. They just are gone forever. It's like fuck. That's like deep Pixar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know the end where yes, it's happy and uh, our main character Miguel, he's finally able to you know embrace his love of music. Then Coco's gone. Oh yeah, fucking goddamn it, movie. But you see her with Hector. I think one of the saddest things is when she's fading when he comes back and he sings her the song mm. and she sings with him and I was like, oh, I love you, Coco. Oh, uh, the Remember Me song. It's really fucking hard to play on guitar. It's another thing I immediately try to do. It's really hard. Spanish yeah, that kid hard. picked it up by watching movies. Spanish guitar is really fucking hard, Kyle. He picked it up it's by fucking watching hard. a fucking I'm movie. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to get it down. Got, if you get adult-sized hands, it'd probably be easier. <laughs> That's true. I See, I do have a Spanish guitar, which the neck is like two times bigger than what I'm used to. My little baby Trump hands, my little baby, like that Burger King commercial hands, it's really hard for me to get across the bridge. This is not a joke. No, I it's know. It's legitimately hard for me to play I've guitar. I've seen you play a normal guitar, and it was not the easiest for you. I mean, you got used to it, but yeah, just a little, little tiny. Maybe you get like some extensions for your fingers, Ex hand extenders. Yeah. Can I go, can I go to China and just have them like break them, like they do the legs? Oh God, you can go like two blocks from here, and somebody will break them. But I'll, will they I'll break them? But will you place them and let them heal, and then break them again? Well, that's up to you. I'll break them. So, Coco. I loved how De La Cruz turned out to be a piece of shit because I didn't see that coming. And I literally thought that like the last act was going to be finds De La Cruz. And then he's like, oh, De La Cruz, I want to be like you. And then De La Cruz is like, you don't want to be like me because I left my family and that's, everything sucks. That's what I thought because he can return back to the world of the living as if he gets the blessing of his family. And they're like, you don't fucking play music. He's like, fuck you, bitches. I thought when he was going to go to him, he still wasn't going to give him the blessing of music mm -hmm. because all that. When he went back, his family was going to embrace his music. Yeah. But no, he's just like, yeah, I killed your real fucking dad, dude. He I did. fucking murdered him. And now I'm going to murder you. Yeah, because I loved how he was like a true villain because he didn't have any remorse by it. He's like, I did what I had to do. Yeah. I seized like. Seized the moment. Yeah. 
He did not give a shit. He was pretty funny, though, in his old movies. Oh, my God. And, like, the old Elvis movies they kept playing? Exactly. Yeah, they show these old movies where De La Cruz... So, you know, when Elvis did those shitty movies, I hated them. I I didn't like a single one of them, no. But they're just super over the top, and he's playing guitar, and he's in, like, these weird roles. There's one where De La Cruz is, like, a priest. (laughs) (laughs) They're like... What, what is it? The nun's like, the Lord won't listen. He's like, yeah, listen to the music. Those are so good because they were, they were perfect and exactly like those old shitty movie exploitation, like musician movies. There was a lot of really like throwback humor in this. Like the one I called it the police squad cutaway. Yeah, with the but shoes. They're, they're making the shoes and it just cuts to guys like whoop. And it comes off the wheel and sticks in the ceiling. There's like 20 other <laughs> shoes up there. And then it just cuts back. Like, that's not a, yeah, that's it's it. just a cutaway joke, and I cracked up. The humor ha- was real and had, like, good beats. There's literally something in this movie for all ages. You have the old, like, Elvis stuff, now Santo, who the fuck remembers him? <laughs> all the Frida stuff? Yeah. If you're a kid, you would not understand why that's No, so and funny. if you're my age or your age, it's just because Salma Hayek was in a movie. For most people, you still didn't know. If she wouldn't have done that movie, still most people wouldn't know who Frida is. Well, at least not in the U.S. Yeah. I was impressed by that, and I liked it. And then there's a lot of stuff for the kids, but it never talks down to kids. Yeah, that's one thing that I 100% will give Pixar is that there is never a movie that I think is pandering, which is the problem of why I'm so against a lot of kids' movies. There's no in-between. Like, look at this year. We saw Coco that treats kids very respectfully and touch on heavy subjects, and then the Emoji movie, which is just, ha, thanks for giving us your parents' money, fucker. You'll eat up any sh- anything, you little shit. Mm, the Spickle movie. Well, I we, I haven't seen them. So I, I saw know. the first one. Not good. It's very rare for a animated movie to just be like, eh, it's fine. It's whatever. They're either one end or the other. I prefer this end. Mm-hmm. Despicable Me is kind of in the middle. You just love Minions, dude. No. No. Mm-hmm. I just love Minions memes. No, you like Minions. I love to tell people about my religious and political beliefs with Minions, dude. But the meme is always, it, there has to be misspelling in there. Yeah, and a bad filter. Those are my favorite memes. There's one shit isn't spelled right. I'm like, you fucking idiots. So with Despicable, to talk about Despicable Me real quick. The thing with that movie that I didn't like is that there are genuinely heartfelt parts, but then in between is stupid Minions poopy jokes. And them exp- like talking down to a kid, friendship and love. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when, when, they, when they're like, gotta love. And then the minion's like, I poop in my pants. But then you have this movie where a character literally goes like, you're going to die and people will forget about you. Hey, let's go find your parents. I think one of my favorite lines was so blunt. <laughs> they're like, well, you're cursed. Oh my God. That was so good. Yeah. So there was actually, so about the curse. Um, little mis- mis- uh, miscommunication, I guess, on some people's part. I personally didn't think it was that hard to understand. A lot of people are confused about why he was suddenly transported into the underworld. They say it in the movie. I know, but a lot of people didn't understand. That he that. stole from the dead. Exactly. They told, it was the curse. It said in the movie. I know, but for some reason, a lot of people on IMDb and on Letterboxd were, like, confused. They are like, was the guitar magical? No. They- why did he strum the guitar and go to the land? I just think people weren't paying attention. They say it. Jesus Christ. Fucking. I thought it was pretty self-evident. Well, yeah, when they 
When they tell you, did they want to like put it on the screen? <laughs> it's just it's a it's a text crawl just telling you the plot of the movie every twenty minutes. <laughs> on the back of McGill's shirt, it just tells you throughout the whole movie. I loved how Miguel was slowly turning into a skeleton throughout the movie. It's one of my notes. The gradual and they they explain what it is at the beginning and then they never touch on it again other than he'll look at his hands. He'll or, look at his hands or when he's kind of telling Hector that he doesn't have much time when he pulls up a shirt. Cool, gradual effect. Yeah, it was a neat effect. Also, the again, if for some reason you're still listening and you haven't seen the movie, please stop because this is the biggest spoiler. The reveal of Hector being his actual great-great-grandfather. In any other movie, I should have seen that coming, and I didn't in this. I didn't either. I Again, the I, the whole thing with Los Santos. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> De La Cruz. <laughs> the whole thing with De La Cruz being evil just completely threw me off my game. <laughs> we did not expect a murder twist. Yeah. In a kid's movie. And then I thought a character that, because what I thought was going to happen at the end was, you know, De La Cruz and Miguel play music and then he gives him his blessing. He goes back, family understands. And then he remembers at the last minute, Hector, and he puts it up. And then you see like Hector come out and be like happy with like the, the wife and kid that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. But no, when they just come in, he's like, what? what? What's Hector? That? And then De La Cruz is like, yeah, fuck you, kid. At this point, he still thinks he's his great-great-grandson. He's like, eh, throw him in the pit and let him fucking die. My secret needs to stay. Throws him in a pit. It was rough. Mm-hmm. And then I loved the the De La Cruz, like, tomb. Yeah, for, forget you or... Mm, a lot of so shoe good. smacking. Yeah, skins... Okay, if we have any uh, Mexican-American or just Mexican listeners, please let us know if that's a cultural thing. I was kind of like, hey, is this like a cultural thing? I mean, it's got to be. Like three different characters hit people with their shoes. Yeah. I really love Mexican culture. I love the aesthetics. Well, I thought it's because you knew everyone would forget you when you died. Little remember me. I try to forget you now and you're alive. I really love Mexican culture. I have desperately wanted to visit Mexico. because I, I don't know. Just do it. I want to really badly. I don't know what it is. I just love their sense of family, which, which really resonated through this movie. But uh, yeah, such a beautiful thing that I don't feel like we have really, at least me personally. No. And I just love, I don't know, I just love Mexico. I think Mexico's it's fucking, fucking awesome. I really want to go to Mexico, and I think that's a, a lot why I really, really love this movie. You know what I loved about this movie? There's no fucking stereotypes in this goddamn movie. Yeah. Holy shit, that was amazing. I really thought, coming off like the Emoji movie, it's full of fucking stereotypes. Mm. This movie could have easily been very... Well, you could say passively offensive. Well, you could make a point to say that kind of the the mariachi players could have been seen as a stereotype, but I think that it was just kind of like a, a cultural funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think that was a stereotype. I'm talking like hey. there weren't, you know, there weren't taco trucks. Uh, and yeah, yeah. There wasn't a chihuahua in the movie. <sighs> there wasn't a chihuahua. There was no like. I mean, there's a villain, but there's not a villain in the movie. Mm-hmm. The villain in the movie, for the most part, is his family. Yeah. That's who he's running from. And this big, like, fucking cat thing. I think it was so sick. That was so fucking awesome. All the fucking spirits were so sick. And when Dante becomes his, uh, the spirit dog. He reminded me of Santa's little help- helper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's and just the design. That's of- actually a like an animal sidekick gone right. A lot of times they take away. And he wasn't even supposed to be there that day. 
You got a lost reference you want to throw in here? Um, no. Okay. It's kind of like a Frozen. Going back Frozen. Like the short? Not the short, the movie. Uh, I fucking hate Olaf. And Olaf is a character simply to make kids laugh. And sell toys. And sell toys. Um, it's like that fucking Porg. Yeah. It's a, it's a shitty character that really doesn't do anything. And it's just supposed to be cute and kids are supposed to laugh at it. Dante is a really funny looking dog meant to make kids laugh, probably sell toys. But it works because he doesn't derail every fucking scene and actually has... He doesn't get into wacky hijinks. There are not wacky hijinks in this movie. If if anybody else would have made this movie, there would have been wacky hijinks Dante stuff. And the dog would have talked. And the dog would have talked. I mean, the wackiest stuff is with Hector. Mm -hmm. And that's... I wouldn't say it's wacky. No. It's fun. It's a very fast-paced movie. Mm -hmm. I didn't... It didn't feel the length that it was at all, personally. Um, There was always something going on. The plot was a constant... That was the thing that I loved about it. There was no downtime to where... Even during slow scenes, because they're skeletons, like, they're popping a head off, or mm-hmm. there was always something. And all that stuff was very slapsticky, and it worked, and it was really funny. That said, we legitimately laughed a lot during this movie. Well, you, Lincoln, ca- you kept asking me if I was high. <laughs> now, okay, at the very beginning of the movie, they're showing, they show this <laughs> real montage thing, like, through the lace, like... Things hanging up. It was really neat. It tells the story about how Coco's dad fucking abandons her as a small child. And this son of a bitch laughed. Yeah, laughed at this man that abandoned his family. Well, no, no. Okay. That's 100% what was going on at that point. From the outside looking in, then that is what happened. That was exactly what was on the screen. But you're a piece of shit. I hope you never have fucking kids. The reason why I laughed was because for some reason I was overwhelmed with this idea of it panning down and then Cheech was going to be there. I don't know why, but I kept waiting for that to happen. There was a character in this name, Cheech. See, I I don't want to be that guy, but did Cheech or George Lopez do a voice in this movie? I don't think so. I think they were all uh, unknown for as far as Sears concerned. Well, I know the Hector, um, the... Voice actor for him was, is a very popular Mexican actor. Yeah, I'm still saying around here. I don't think mm-hmm. they're known like George Lopez. Is George Lopez even relevant anymore? Was he ever relevant? Yeah, George Lopez show was pretty popular. Yeah, popular and relevant are two different things. It's like saying uh, fucking that one guy's relevant. Uh, that's right. He just he did just die. It's an asshole. I was gonna say Ralphie May, but I mean, <laughs> oh. Uh, De La Cruz was Benjamin Bratt. Oh, well. Didn't see that one coming. All right. Uh, Anthony Gonzalez is the kid that does Miguel. He's really mm. fucking good. Oh, yeah. Really good. All right. Uh, it's a small part. It's not George Lopez. This is the guy I was thinking of, not Ralphie May. This is the other fat one. Um, oh, Carlos Gabri- Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He does the voice of Clark. So. Oh, wait. No, Carlos Mencia wouldn't do it because he's been blacklisted. Good. That's I was such, never a fan of Carlos Mencia. I just never liked him. Well, he's needs to stop stealing. Okay, games. the corrections officer, mm-hmm. Cheech Marin. Okay, I knew some. I knew he had to have been in it. He was uh, John Ratzenberger. Mm-hmm. Okay, was in it. Yep, Cheech was in it. I was hoping to just about John Hamm prove you being racist, and he wasn't. It. No, John Hamm wasn't fucking in it. But they didn't have big roles. None of these people had big roles. Mm-hmm. No, George Lopez. Sorry. Did that tarnish the movie a little bit for you, No George Lopez? No. 
Thank God. No Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Why are you referencing Beverly Hills Chihuahua? Wasn't he the voice in Beverly Hills Chihuahua? Well, did you fucking watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua? I may the fuck is have wrong with seen you? Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Willingly? I saw George Lopez. I had to go run to the theater. You're a fucking idiot. No, I never saw. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. He probably was. Kyle, when do you want to give Coco? I give uh, the Frozen short a zero. I give the Frozen a 1.5 because the sauna scene actually kind of made me laugh. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with you. When do you want to give Coco? I'm going to be weird and give it a 10. I'm giving it a 10 too. I say weird because it was a year ago, two years ago, we said like, we're not doing animated films. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, fucking two years ago, we've been like, yeah, we're not going to give movies a 10 and we're not going to do animated stuff. And here I I am two years ago giving a fucking animated movie a 10. I don't know why we decided i well because <sighs> i don't remember we were fucking weird we well, also loved the boyhood back then well yeah here here's the thing it's, we're done with coco i guess we can kind of talk about this about kind of how we've evolved over the years now that the, the we evolved we kind of have i think so well with you know the the years coming to an end and i think we've learned to be a lot less serious about things. Cause when we started, this it was originally kind of supposed to be like reviews instead of discussions. Yeah. Cause we were trying to partner it with being published mm-hmm. locally. So, and after that didn't happen, we slowly kind of became less critical on wanting to be like movie reviewers and just talk about the movie and discuss them and do what we do. Cause, cause the thing with the podcast that, and I hope that, our listeners get is that we've been doing this for a long time before we did the podcast of just talking like this after the movie just freezing our ass off in the parking lot and so we really just wanted the podcast to be kind of organic of what we talk about after the movies we go into these in-depth conversations about we were all that in depth today. well not super in depth not as in depth as this we didn't talk about daisy ridley's teeth in this one Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do go off on tangents. I don't know if you guys knew that. I think a lot of things that's made it easy is we are not focusing on we're talking into microphones. Yeah. Like we used to. Well, we used to fucking huddle around. Yeah, that's... Like one fucking mic. It's sitting over there. It's sad mm-hmm. little bastard. Look at that thing. Fuck piece of shit. Sit over there. You could hear my fucking heater in the background because we sit at my kitchen table. Yeah, or we do it at my house and you could hear my computer fans. <laughs> and your dog. And my dog. And your mom yelling at us. Yep. Yeah, it was not the best setups. No. <laughs> Not at all. And I think my aversion to giving things a 10 stemmed from the seriousness at the time of thinking that we were kind of like doing reviews. I didn't know really how to differentiate my version of a 10 to like an objective 10. And yeah, we were worried, well, once we give it a 10, where do we go from there? Yeah. That's why we didn't want to give anything zeros at the time then. Mm -hmm. And then we saw our pixels. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, I don't even think we gave Pixels No, zero. we didn't give Pixels I think zero. it was Jack and Jill. I think it was Jack and Jill that we finally decided, like, things do deserve zeros. Like, this literally has no redeeming quality. And so. Silence, I think, was my first 10 of where I realized, like, I can give a movie a 10. Yes, because we did not do 10s until this year. Uh, the Witch, I would have, retroactively, I give it a 10. Uh, Ex Machina? Ex Machina, easy. Yeah. That should have been our first 10. Mm-hmm. Hands down. So I've been more free with You know, movies. someday maybe we should go back and redo some of the ones that... I've thought about it. Especially Boyhood. We need to do a Boyhood oh, episode where we actually talk about it. God, we have to I'm watch sorry, it again. we have to. Son because a... that's such a turning point for us. Yeah, because that's when the reviewer side of us were like, it's so fucking clever. 
and well done. It's uh-huh. like, no, the acting was shit. Yeah. The movie was boring. That's the thing. It's because we switched mindsets after that movie of where we were like, I don't want to do this anymore of just talking about like technical. I mean, I will when they're the good. the enjoyment factor being fucking abysmal. God. I don't know if I could sit through that again, but we'll, we'll do it. I'd, I'd love to do Ex Machina again as well. I'd rather get jerked off by my great-great-grandfather. Come in his calloused hands. Oh, it's disgusting. It's Coco, too. No, Coco's Get dead. Coco'd. Coco's dead. Coco fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to put that on Coco? My cum? 